now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm Tears of Price, coming to you from Book Riot. This is episode 309.5, and this week I'm going to be diving into the stacks to talk about two great YA books that feature intergenerational family stories. But first, let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of Anita De Monte Laughs Last by Sochil Gonzalez. So this is one of my most anticipated books of the year. It follows two women of color who are in the art world but who also kind of sit outside of it because of a lack of privilege. So the story is told from both of their perspectives and it moves back and forth through time. So in 1985, Anita DeMonte is a rising star in the art world and she's found dead in New York City, right? And then in 1998, Raquel, a third-year art history student, becomes involved with an older, more privileged art student and finds herself rising up the social ranks as a result. But then she also stumbles upon Anita's story, and she sees parallels between Anita's story and her own. So Anita DeMonte Laughs Last is a propulsive, witty examination of power. Make sure to pick it up. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of Anita DeMonte Laughs Last by Sochil Gonzalez for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Entangled Publishing's Red Tower Books, publisher of the smash hit Fourth Wing. So this book I'm about to tell you about might be the next book talk, darling. It's a high octane fantasy adventure filled with risk, romance, action, and sweet vengeance. In it, there are five liars who have five agendas, but only one target. So in Five Broken Blades from author Mae Corlin, the five most dangerous liars in the land have been mysteriously summoned to work together for a single objective, which is to kill the cruel God King June. Each has tasted bitterness, from the hired hitman seeking atonement to the lovely assassin dreaming of freedom, to even the prince exiled for his own crimes. This is a high-stakes game of treachery where the vengeance is sweet, the secrets are delicious, and each page deepens a journey that will keep you guessing until the very end. This also has themes of friendship, found family. You got a little bit of everything in this. Make sure to check out Five Broken Blades and thanks again to Entangled Publishing's Red Tower Books, publisher of the smash hit Fourth Wing for sponsoring this episode. All right. So lately I've been thinking about multi-generational family stories, particularly in YA, because, you know, they're not a huge trend in YA, but there are probably more than you would think. And whenever I see them, they just really stand out to me because most YA is so focused on like a single protagonist and a single time period and like their particular teenage experience. And I think that when you have a YA story that kind of puts a single teen's experience into the context of like a larger family story that is really cool. 
And, you know, I'm really drawn to these stories because why books are, you know, mostly set during the teen years. It's such a rich time of discovery. There's so much going on. There's so much that authors can explore. And, you know, you have teenagers who are starting to understand who they are and how they might be different from the family that they grew up in. But like at the same time, also understanding like the complexities of their families for the first time and really being able to kind of take a step back and see that. And also see how, you know, their families influence them. Because as much as we probably want to believe that we're all independent people who are forging our own paths, the decisions and the choices that our parents and grandparents made decades before we were born have definitely had an impact on on who we are. And I think that, you know, the teen years are really kind of ripe for discovering that. So when I see YA books that really explore that, I think that's really cool. And in these two books that I'm going to be talking about today, the teen characters aren't just discovering family history, but their parents and grandparents are also point of view characters in the book as well, which is really awesome because anybody who says that adults and parents don't have a place in YA, I think they are wrong. So my first pick is You Bring the Distant Near by Metali Perkins, which is just a great title. Uh, the hardcover cover for this book is also just simply gorgeous. So I read it a few years back and it really stuck with me. And it was a National Book Award long list the year it came out as well. So it's definitely worth picking up. It begins in the 1970s with a Bengali family who moves from London to New York City because of the father's job. So the mother, um, Rainey, is used to her family moving around. Um, They've never really stuck around in um, one place for very long since she started having children and got married. But she's not really thrilled about this latest move because she's leaving behind a place that she had just gotten used to and now... You know, London and New York are very different. So her teenage daughters, um, Tara and Sonia, though, they're both really excited because New York is thrilling. It's terrifying. You know, their thoughts about the city don't always line up perfectly, but it is a new place and they are kind of interested and excited to explore it. So it's in New York City that they really come into their own identities and passions as they come of age. And throughout this process, each girl makes some choices that their traditional mother really disapproves of, particularly after tragedy befalls the family. So the author follows Tara and Sonia through middle school and high school. And um, not long after high school, she jumps ahead to explore the lives of their daughters, Chantal and Anna, who must reckon with the choices that their mothers and grandmother made just as a new millennium is approaching. So this is just, it's such a thoughtful, moving book, and it's written in chapters that move back and forth between Tara and Sonia and Chantal and Anna, and even when we move to the daughters section, like, we're still getting chapters from the perspectives of their mothers. So there is an overarching storyline, but the chapters are just so beautifully composed. They really do feel like their own little beautiful sort of standalone vignettes at first that are just, you know, revealing these characters and showing you who they are and what their lives are like and what their passions and ambitions are. But as they sort of stack up against each other, they slowly build to a story arc that really tells of the excitement and the awkwardness of being an immigrant and all of like the small tragedies and triumphs that can come with this feeling of like, you know, you have to assimilate. 
For example, Sonia marries a black man. So she passes on to her daughter the particular challenges of being multiracial, um, while also like having to honor her two families and their traditions. And Tara becomes an actress, but despite the fame, is always looking for a connection to her family's homeland that they, you know, had to sever just years before she was born. So I love this book because although the women of the family face difficulties and at times do find themselves estranged from one another, it's not a tragic story and their lives aren't marred by darkness. There is struggle, but there's love and sisterhood and hope and, you know, pride and acceptance and just kind of joy in, you know, where they come from and all that they've been through. I found it really difficult to decide which sisters and which time periods I liked the most, but I think that there's something really satisfying in seeing a character through many years of, you know, struggle and success to like a beautiful triumphant moment. Technically, this is a YA book, but I think because of the slightly unconventional structure and the way it sticks with the characters, um, some of the characters throughout adulthood, adult readers will definitely enjoy this one as well. So that is You Bring the Distant Near by Mitali Perkins. My next pick is Unbecoming by Jenny Downham, which was one of my favorite books from a few years back. And I really love it. If you check out the American cover, you can see that the cover is subtly pointing to that multi-generational aspect of this book because it has three different silhouettes of different generations of women for the grandmother, mother, and granddaughter. So the protagonist in present day is Katie, and she is agonizing over this huge secret that she's keeping from her mother, Caroline, which is that Katie is queer. She likes other girls. She's not sure how to tell her mom. And she kind of feels like, you know, this is not the time to bring it up because her mom, Caroline, has a lot on her plate. She's, you know, newly single parent. And she's not only looking after Katie and Katie's brother, but they've just found out that Caroline's mother, Mary, is back in their lives. And Mary and Caroline have been estranged for many years. Katie doesn't really know Mary, and she doesn't really know the circumstances of their falling out years ago. But they get a call that Mary is in the hospital because she's suffering from the effects of dementia and she can't really take care of herself anymore. And so the hospital needs to release her into someone's care. And Caroline is really like the only person until they find a long-term, you know, situation for Mary. So Caroline's not at all happy about having to like take care of her mother whom she hasn't seen or spoken to in many years. But Katie's mostly curious about who Mary is and what that falling out might have been. So she really dedicates herself to looking after Mary while Caroline's at work. And she begins to learn a few things about Mary's life. But because Mary's memory isn't so great and she kind of comes in and out of like understanding, you know, who she is, where she is, what time period it is, it presents a bit of a mystery that Katie has to unravel um, to try to piece together the details of Mary's life leading up to having Caroline and then Mary's decisions and the things that affected her life after having Caroline all the way up to their falling out. So Katie thinks, like, maybe if I can piece this all together, she can find a way to get her her mom Caroline to reconcile with Mary. 
So this book also has chapters that are told in Mary's point of view and Caroline's point of view, although they are all grounded in Katie's point of view as she learns more about her family, but she's also navigating the fact that she has a new crush. So I think this is an excellent pick if you love intergenerational stories, family secrets, uh, riffs, and, you know, just looking for something that kind of dives deep into the mother-daughter-granddaughter relationships. I feel like it would also be a good buddy read if you're looking for something to read with your mom, grandmother, daughter, sister, whatever. Um, I think it's a really great book that is good for like book clubs as well. So it's technically YA, but again, I think it has a lot of appeal for readers of all ages. And that is Unbecoming by Jenny Downham. So that is it for me this week, book nerds. I hope you're staying safe and that you're well stocked with books for the weekend. Thank you so much to our sponsor. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com forward slash all the books. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please show us some love by leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts because it helps other book lovers find us. And thank you, as always, to our sound editor, Jen Zink. Finally, if you want to connect with me, see pictures of my books and very sassy cats, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Tears of Price. That's T-I-R-Z-A-H-P-R-I-C-E. And you can also find me on Book Riot. I'm on the Hey YA podcast for Kelly's Leave, and I'm also on the Book Riot Insiders podcast. And I will, of course, be back very soon on a regular episode of All the Books with Liberty and with more backlist recommendations next month. Thank you so much for listening and have a great weekend.